0: What's going on, everyone? It's Amy J. here, and today I'm back with an episode on microaggressions. Microaggression has become particularly important in understanding the consequences of behavior during the Black Lives Matter movement, and quite frankly, it's key to understanding how we can reflect upon our own behavior on a day-to-day basis during our lifetimes. Thanks so much for tuning in today, and without further ado, let's dive right in. I'm your host, Amy J, and here on Brain Meets Mind, I extend the basic scientific idea that structure determines function to the fields of neuroscience and psychology. The title of the podcast is a metaphor for my own journey, first as a neuroscience graduate of Georgia Tech, and then as a human being and lifelong learner. Through my weekly episodes, I aim to break down seemingly complex neuroscience into understandable content that can help you maximize your potential. Plus, nearly every episode includes a weekly challenge so that you too can join me on this beautiful journey of personal growth. Thanks for joining me today. Without further ado, let's dive right in. According to the American Psychology Association, microaggression events refer to everyday derogations, slights, and invalidations that are often delivered to people of minority or marginalized backgrounds. They can present in various forms, including as a direct insult or as an errant comment or gesture. A lot of microaggressions stem from implicit bias, which is also known as unconscious bias. Because this type of bias often occurs at a level that's below our own awareness, it can occur involuntarily or without conscious control. And when these biases are reinforced over time, these microaggressions can become more evident in our interactions with others. Now you know I love my research studies, but in preparing this episode, I actually had quite a hard time coming across research that would add value to the points that I'm going to make. I wanted to find out the reason for this discrepancy, and the Scientific American conveniently shared that a major problem in reviewing studies on microaggression is that the literature actually tends to neglect the difference between the perceived and the perceiver. For decades, psychologists have recognized that our reactions to the world are shaped by both reality and our interpretations of it. Yet some research has shown that certain people are marked by consistently high levels of hostile attributional bias, that is, a propensity to perceive aggressive intent in response to random stimuli. Given the structure of the brain, those with higher aggressive drives are more likely to have a hyperactive amygdala. If you're familiar with attribution theory, this might ring a bell. When we look at attribution theory as compared to a situational perspective, we tend to blame someone for their actions based on their personality or certain character flaws that we notice in interaction. But in a situational perspective, we tend to blame external factors that don't have to do much with someone's personality for their actions in a certain setting. Continuing with the neurological component of today's topic, let's make our way to the amygdala. With the functions of preference development and evaluation in this context, the amygdala interacts with the hippocampus to tie in our prior understanding of concepts. Then it also interacts with the temporal lobe to process information about people and objects. We've discussed the importance of the medial prefrontal cortex, which here is key with regard to effective processes. The effective state in psychology focuses on the psychophysiological aspects of human behavior. It can further be broken down into positive or negative responses due to feelings that come out of something called cognitive effort. When it comes to attitudes that we have towards others, effective psychology plays a major role in how we decide to act towards those around us. And whether you're the microaggressor or a victim of microaggression, effective attitudes pertain to us all. As part of this week's resource, I'm linking an article titled, Did You Really Just Say That? from the American Psychological Association. This is a great piece to review if you'd like to learn more about how you can respond to microaggressions, regardless of which side of the interaction you're on. And if you're heading over to Instagram, you can also find a link to the post in the link tree in my bio. For all you newbies, that would be at BrainMeets Mind Podcast on Instagram. Thanks so much for tuning in today and I will see you next week.